You're listening to the Afro Chi Podcast, a show for my fellow Black female energy healers and the everyday woman who wants to heal her energy in a creative and holistic way. You'll hear from Black female healers who share their knowledge, gifts, and experiences and enlighten you on how to tap into your powerful Black energy to get the results you need to live an energetically free life. If you're ready to become unstuck, find freedom and peace energetically, stay tuned. I'm your host, Kiara Flipping. All right, you guys, today I have the pleasure of speaking with the founder and owner of VeggieTales DC, which is a vegan meal-based business out of the DMV area. The owner will be talking with us today about the importance for us Black women to really consider the foods we put into our bodies. Our guests can be found on Instagram at VeggieTalesDC, that's V-E-G-G-I-E, T-E-L-L-S-D-C, and online at VeggieTalesDC.com. She offers vegan catering, meal prep, meal plans, and coaching. Our guest today is Jasmine of VeggieTalesDC. Hello, Jasmine. Hi, Kiara. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Thank you so much, first of all, for um, being willing to connect and really share your insight and your expertise in vegan vegan uh, living and vegan eating. Absolutely, so, I'm excited. <laughs> yes, so I wanted you to come on um, because this has just been my personal experience. The more deep I get into energy healing of myself and of others, I personally started to recognize a change in my eating habits. And if anybody knew me three years ago, I could put down a slab of ribs. I was first in line at the barbecue. Like I want ground beef and my baked beans. Like I was that girl. Um, But again, the more energy work I started to do um, for myself that then expanded into uh, helping others heal their energy, I noticed my taste buds um, started to shift. My desire for meat just went away. Um, I wasn't even interested and eating and I thought it was kind of weird at first I didn't notice it and then I started to pick up on it so I really wanted to have this conversation um, so other black women can be in tune because I feel like we're just super duper busy and we're just grabbing things to go and we're really not connected with our mind body and spirit um, as it relates to the foods that we put into our body so that's what our conversation will be about today but first I just want to start off with asking what is vegan? Because I feel like everybody has like their own interpretation of like what it means to be vegan. Is it plant-based? Is it pescatarian? So I want you to tell us what is it to be vegan or have a vegan lifestyle? Yeah, so that's actually a really good starting point because there are a lot of gray areas in mm-hmm. veganism. Um, so just like at a very basic level, veganism is the practice of abstaining from animal products. So that may mean that you abstain from it in your foods. That may mean mm-hmm. that you abstain from it in your skincare. You may abstain from it in the clothing that you wear or the types of shoes that you wear. Um, for me personally, I abstain from animal products in my food. So 
the food that I eat is primarily plant-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that there are no animal products, of course, including like meat, um, actual flesh. Mm-hmm. There's also not any animal byproducts. So that means, you know, dairy, eggs, butter, cheeses, etc. So okay. there is there is a lot of, I guess, a gray area in terms of what that may be mm-hmm. for an individual. But, you know, just at a very basic level, it's just the abstinence from animal products okay okay that's interesting and I'm glad you said that because I feel like sometimes people are a little confused especially about the the byproduct is that what it's called yeah that's the mm-hmm. cheese and the dairy mm-hmm. and the eggs and all that good mm-hmm. stuff yeah okay mm-hmm. okay because people be out here faking like they vegan but they be eating boiled eggs for breakfast but I'm not here to judge okay. like that to each their funny. own to each their own um so could you share just a little bit about your journey how did you find out about vegan like what was your lifestyle transition so mine was very much a gradual transition I by no shape or form and the type of like super vegan who just woke up one day and was like you know what I'm not eating meat anymore no Mm -hmm. no no no. that was not me at all okay everyone's everyone's journey is completely different so I respect it regardless of where a person is in their journey so for me personally I actually cut out um like pork and red meat um maybe like 10 years ago and it actually stemmed from a video that um i was shown of is it what the health no 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 no. this was 10 years ago this is okay so a friend of mine showed me a video of coke like coca-cola being poured on a slab of pork Mm. and maggots emerged oh wow from the pork so um that was enough to traumatize me. So from that point, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing pork. I'm not doing red meat. But I was still doing fish. I was still doing seafood. I was still doing poultry. Mm-hmm. Of course, the cheese and the dairy. So fast forward like six years later. So I'm dating my now husband. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget. It was like New Year's Eve or something like that. Now, mind you, anyone who knows my husband or who has known him prior to, you know, the last four years, he was possibly the worst eater I had ever met. Like, I'm talking about taquitos from 7-Eleven at mm-hmm. 6 in the morning, worst eater. Like, he just ate whatever, right? So one New Year's Eve, he's just like, I think we were, like, ordering pizza or whatever, and he's, um, I'm asking him what he wants on it, and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't want any meat. I Just veggies, just veggies. So I'm looking at him like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. I mean, because me personally, like, I I was always, you know, I always enjoyed vegetables. I always enjoyed fruit. It was never that, like, outlandish for me to actually not have meat on my plate. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when he said that, I was like, okay, that's fine. So in the coming weeks, I noticed, like, as I'm preparing meals for us, he's just like, no, I don't really want that. No, I don't really want this. So, you know, we started talking more about it. And really, he was the spark that kind of lit it in me in terms of like just researching for myself, like what is veganism? Like Mm -hmm. what are the benefits? Because Mm -hmm. even though I had experience with like cutting meat out for like fast or two weeks here, you know, meatless Monday, different things like that. Mm -hmm. I never actually did the legwork of, you know, the research as to why it would actually be beneficial for me to eat that certain way okay. or to cut out certain foods. So I think once I actually started doing that, like it started to stick. Mm-hmm. Um, and even still, it was a gradual process. You know, I, I still, you know, I cut out the, the poultry, then I cut out the seafood. The dairy was probably the last thing to go. And for me, and this is just my experience, I actually mm-hmm. had to 
kind of scare myself in a way, like scare myself straight when it came to dairy, because in a lot of ways, and you know, if you, if you do uh, some of the research, a lot of these foods have addictive properties to them. Mm -hmm. Hey, queens, isn't this such a great episode? Be sure to check out the Afro-Chi Healers Directory, where you can find healers in your area offering similar services to the guests on today's podcast. If you are a healer, please be sure to join the directory so that Black women can locate your healing services and offerings. To join and view the directory, please visit afroqi.com. Dot com. Okay, let's jump back into this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, dairy especially. So for me, I can honestly say that I probably was addicted. I yeah. had some some connection to uh, specifically like cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I literally sat myself down and watched YouTube videos that, you know, displayed animals in the slaughterhouse and mm-hmm. displayed, you know, these cows in like inhumane living conditions Mm -hmm. and it was extreme but it's what I needed to really just like spark me and make sure that I was sticking to what I knew I needed to do for myself and for my health so yeah did you did you notice any changes within yourself like once your diet changed absolutely can you talk to us a little bit about that so um definitely like mental clarity Mm -hmm. 100% like Mm -hmm. my mind was so much clearer and just the way my body felt Mm. like and you know, throughout the process, you know, I would cut, first I cut the chicken, then I cut the seafood. The fact that dairy was the last thing, it was actually my body telling me more than anything, like, you need to stop eating this, because not only do your taste buds change, but the way that your body is processing the food, it's almost like it wakes up to realize, like, Mm. hey, you know, even though I've been eating this food all my life, it really isn't actually that good for me. Yeah. And it almost, it's almost like it starts to reject the food. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a period of time, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I lactose intolerant? Like I've been living all my life eating this stuff. Yeah. I never had this problem. And then I'm telling you the, over the few month period where I was transitioning, it was like, my body was going crazy. Mm-hmm, it was going mm-hmm. crazy, but it's like, it finally knew what it wanted and what it needed. So a hundred percent, my body went through changes. I did um, lose quite a bit of weight in the mm-hmm. beginning but, um, you know, I was able to regain that healthy weight back just through, you know, learning different foods and different um, nutritional aspects and just experimenting with food overall. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a big concern for a lot of people. They always ask, like, well, where do I get my protein from? Like, oh, I need protein. <laughs> you probably hear that a lot. Like, all the time, honey, <laughs> all the time. Listen. You never ask someone who's who's eating a regular diet where they get their protein from, right? You never nope. ask them until, <laughs> until they say they're vegan. It's now a problem. So yeah. but, uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of the foods that, you know, um, are built into a vegan diet, like legumes, beans, um, uh, grains, etc., they are so high in protein. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even if I were to compare apples to apples, like if I were to compare you know, uh, ground beef and potatoes, and they both delivered eight grams of protein per cup, just, Mm -hmm. you know, throwing some numbers out there, your body is able to, to um, process the proteins from plants easier than they do from meats. So regardless of the amount, you're always going to be able to sustain more 
mm-hmm. by getting plant-based proteins. Always, that makes always, a lot always. of sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And I always think about, because um, I'm a mental health therapist as well, I always think about when my parents bring in kids with ADHD and ADD and all of these diagnoses, like the first thing I go to is like, what are you feeding your kid? Like, what yes. are you putting into their body? Because the things that we eat affects our mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, could Absolutely. You t- could you talk a little bit about like the energetic connection? Are you aware of like, just like energy wise, like food, like vibrationally, like I was sharing in the beginning about my journey, like just with, I started off with doing Reiki and like the more I meditated, like just my mouth did not want certain things. Yeah. Like, is that like a real thing or was I just, I don't know, Honey, overthinking that is it? A real thing. <laughs> that is a real thing. I'm so happy you circled back to this because, you know, as you were saying it in the beginning, just your experience, I was just thinking to myself, like so many people don't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. You, of course, you know, you have the knowledge of energy and have the gift of really just being able to feel it at a much higher level than I feel the average person is but just on a very basic level Mm -hmm. just you know scientifically we know that energy cannot be destroyed it Mm -hmm. can only be transferred Mm -hmm. so with that being said you now have to think about what it is that you are putting in your body the the most direct transfer of energy is what we eat Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we do it all day long and it's like we, we almost discredit that and don't even give it a second thought but at what state were, you know, were these animals when they were made into your hamburger? Yeah. You know, they were, they were fighting for their lives. They were afraid. They were uh, full of anxiety. Mm -hmm. There are so many different chemicals that could have been flowing through their body and through, through uh, the meat that you're, is now on your plate and you're Mm -hmm. now consuming that. So yeah, that energy is transferred directly to you. And, um, you know, just speaking on like the fear and the adrenaline, like there's actually studies that show that they actually have to discard some of the meat Mm. because the adrenaline that is pushed out right Mm -hmm. before, you know, the animal goes through the process, it actually damages the meat because it's now tasteless. It's tough. Mm. They can't sell it. I'm talking about like 200, over $200 million annually is discarded because they can no longer use it just because of how potent those chemicals are in the meat Mm. so now just consider that uh you know when you're actually eating it what are you consuming so the energy is definitely transferred 100 percent. and then just knowing that that is that was you know a living thing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know once you get more in tuned with just the fact that everything has life and everything gives off energy once you grow to appreciate that, like, you know, in your situation, mm-hmm. it's like you you are no longer comfortable with taking from another energy source to yeah. kind of feed for your own son. That's wow. so true. That is so deep. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. All right. I know people are probably scratching their head like I am like, oh, <laughs> especially when you brought up like the anxiety, like uh, that really mm-hmm. put a lot into perspective. Like I would imagine if somebody was trying to slaughter me like I would be so mm-hmm. anxious and yes. it's, it's so crazy that you use the the diagnosis of anxiety because so many black women are diagnosed or undiagnosed with anxiety that is like mm-hmm. the leading diagnosis for black women so this is all making yes. so much it sense it does and, mm-hmm. and even depression too you gotta think yes. about you know it's not that they just 
and I'm sorry, I don't, I really don't want to harp on just the whole animal mm-hmm, process, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like the transfer of energy, you really do have to, you know, consider it, but these animals are depressed. Yeah. They're depressed. And, you know, I, I was listening, um, to uh another chef talk chef zoo i think his name was and Mm -hmm. he was basically saying like the stomach is the second mind Mm -hmm. what you put in it is what is transferred to your mind Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we have these you know these neurotransmitters like serotonin dopamine they Mm -hmm. are so they are so important to our uh, you know our wellness and our quality of life you know serotonin is directly linked to the feeling of happiness dopamine Mm. is directly linked to the feeling of you know euphoria and pleasure Mm -hmm. but what we put in our gut and what we put in our stomach directly affects that Mm -hmm. um so you know choose things that are going to have a positive impact on that choose greens choose mushrooms broccoli peas these are all things that are shown to you know be high in uh serotonin that's good information Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um and also with that being said there's also a flip side because there Mm -hmm. are things like carbohydrates and there Mm. are things like chocolate that are that don't take my chocolate away (laughs) okay i'm a a chocolate lover too i'm a chocolate lover too but okay so let's say carbohydrates like um bad carbohydrates Mm -hmm, right so mm -hmm. um like the overprocessed, the Twinkies, et cetera, different mm-hmm. things like that. So those actually do ignite the dopamine in our mind, but it's false. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's this false euphoria. And then it's like, it's almost, that's how we get that addiction mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Because we're now addicted to these heavy carbs that if you, you know, you deal with uh, mental health patients all the time, but like, if you know someone personally who has gone through depression, like carbohydrates is like, all the food groups mm. give me all the carbs because yeah. it makes me feel good give me yeah. all the processed sugars give me all of that bad stuff because it gives me this false sense of happiness and pleasure and euphoria mm. and it's like our brain gets programmed into that feeling and we're now like okay if i want to feel better i now have to reach for this if i want to yes. feel better i now have to reach for that so a lot of it is really just a mindset like veganism is mind over matter mm. you know what i mean and once your mind makes that shift your body will follow to the point where your body's like, listen, I feel so good right now. Yes. I just had a green smoothie. I had cheese <laughs> for dinner. Like, I need to keep this up because I mm-hmm. feel so good. My energy levels are high. You know, I, I feel happy. I it, it all goes hand in hand. And Absolutely. once we reprogram our brain, it's like, our, it, it, it's easy. It's easy mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. It really is. I definitely hear you on the energy piece. I know when I changed my eating, that was the first thing that I noticed was my energy level. Like I wasn't so bogged down and just tired all the time. Like I was up and at it. I had so, so much energy. So I want to piggyback off of that um, because you talked a lot about your process and your transition. And so for the black women that are listening right now that are like, oh my gosh, yes, she is truly dropping some gems, but where do I start? How do I get started? What do I do first? What should I get? You know, like, mm-hmm. where should they begin? So I'm going to circle back to what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Before I even get into this topic, everyone's journey is mm-hmm. different and it's mm-hmm. unique. And I always tell people, you know, as long as you, you're moving towards your mark, mm-hmm. then you're showing progress. You know, if mm-hmm. you fall off a day or two, don't just give in it or 
be hard on yourself. Like it's a process. It's a journey. So don't be too hard on yourself. Have fun with it. Yeah. First and yeah. foremost, have fun with it because if you're not having fun with it, then I don't care what you do or what you think or what your intentions are. It's not going to be sustainable because it's mm-hmm. miserable. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, have fun with it. Um, one thing that I heard that I thought was like, Oh my God, this is so genius. And it actually is part of like, I think what helped me, um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Jasmine Leva, I believe is the pronunciation of her last name. But anyway, she um, she's actually from the DMV. She okay. is plant-based vegan, and she created a documentary called The Invisible Vegan, mm. where it just kind of, like, talks about, you know, um, some of the misconceptions surrounding, like, veganism in the Black community mm-hmm. um, and just trying to, like, dispel some of those. But one thing that um, she said that I was like, wow, this is really key. And I think it's essential to a lot of people who are trying to make that transition. Mm-hmm. She's like, just, you know, just start with your favorite dish. Uh, start with your favorite dish, you know. And I, I feel like I have a lot of that same mentality where it's like, you know, start where you're at. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm not expecting you to just go from never cooking a meal and always eating out McDonald's five times a night to now cooking five times a night gourmet meals like it's not realistic mm-hmm. but pick one thing that you really enjoy making it could be bur- it could be a hamburger it could be a homemade pizza it could be spaghetti mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. conquer conquer that meal make it really good and show yourself that you can eat vegan and still enjoy what you're eating oh okay so when you say start with your favorite meal you're saying pick your favorite meal and make it vegan style exactly okay perfect okay. exactly that's a exactly. neat idea mm-hmm. so it's like not only does it give you <laughs> not only are you able to eat something that you really enjoy mm-hmm. you know over and over and over until you figure out how to make something else but it also just kind of it it kind of takes the taboo away from like vegan because i feel like when people say oh i don't eat vegan i don't eat vegan i don't eat vegan like they don't even realize that a large part of their current diet is quote unquote vegan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just means what are you eating that doesn't come from an animal? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that everyone has experience eating salad. Everyone mm-hmm. has experience eating broccoli, experience eating spinach, rice, beans. These are all quote unquote vegan foods mm-hmm. because they don't come from animals or animal products. So it's like once again, once you kind of take that mental aspect and just like unlock the fact that hey you know i can do this using food that i already eat yeah i think that's key um and just start slow it could be something like meatless mondays make it mm-hmm. fun you know mm-hmm. if you have a family if you have a family um you know involve them in the process yeah meatless mondays um you know watch documentaries there are so oh my gosh there, <laughs> there are so many documentaries honestly netflix alone Mm-hmm. You can just be on there for hours. Um, definitely watch things like uh, What the Health, mm-hmm. um, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead is another really good one. Mm-hmm. Force Over Knives, those are really good starter ones. Um, and join a community. Like oh, a lot a of times, idea. having a support system is mm-hmm. key. Like you know, I was blessed enough to go through this process with my husband, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people don't have that support, yeah. and it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to be like, "Oh my God, like what am I gonna make tonight? Like mm-hmm. I can't." So just having a community, and there, there are so 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 many communities. Even just like um, if you go on Facebook, mm-hmm. I know in the DMV area specifically. Um, if you just type in DC vegan or DMV vegan, you're gonna, it's going to populate so many, um, so many communities. Okay. They have meetups. 
they oh nice recipes yeah just like a support system and it Mm -hmm. really is important um just to have that so yeah definitely and then of course research do your research because Mm -hmm. if you don't have if you don't have a reason why you're doing it then the chances of you reverting back to you know eating meat are very high so just find your why find your reason it's different for everyone but find it stick with it and let that be your driving force I like that. My um my daughter, her doctor is a naturopath and she recommends like not all of your meals have meat. She was like, if you're mm-hmm. just getting started, if you're eating three meals a day, only one of those meals have meat. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, you'll have whatever, whatever for breakfast, a chicken salad for lunch, and then something else without meat for dinner. Like she's exactly. like really keen on that. Like black people why do we feel like we have to have meat in every single meal like our meal is not complete unless it has meat oh that was but that's that's but (laughs) but that's just it it's so deeply rooted in our culture that it's Mm -hmm. almost abnormal it's almost frowned upon like yes you're at thanksgiving you're not eating mac and cheese (laughs) you're not eating fried chicken but Mm -hmm. it's like you know we've adopted it as our culture but a lot of a lot of the times it's not african culture this is slave culture yeah man. you know chitlins and pig's feet and all the other discarded animal products that we quote unquote you know we say are soul food mm-hmm. you know these are scraps mm-hmm. these are the things that our ancestors had to scrape together to survive mm. and it's like we don't have to do that anymore yeah we don't have yeah. to do that anymore you know we have the knowledge we have the know-how we have the resources to do better not only for ourselves but for our family for our family's family and it's like what a lot of people don't realize is what i put in my body today actually affects the genetic makeup of my kids my mm-hmm. kids kids and my kids 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 yeah like all the way down the line so it's not just about me it's not just about me and it's like you know i i love to see the black community you know just really starting to pick up speed on like you know financial literacy and wanting mm-hmm. to create generational wealth and just in so many ways just evolving mm-hmm. and i i am just really i'm really excited and really hopeful to see that same thing happen mm-hmm. in the vegan community because this is just as essential to our future to Absolutely. our kids future as all of those other things you put you really put that into perspective for me I d- i've never even considered that like what we eat really affects our genetic makeup and we pass that stuff on generation to generation like I never considered that and that leads me to my next question like you talked about like now like we have the resources like we don't have to eat scraps like we can actually choose and decide the things we eat what about the woman that's listening right now that's like I can't afford this like all I can afford right now girl is the dollar menu like I shop at Save a Lot. Like, this is all I got right now. Like, I got my EBT and me and my kids, we got to just get what we get. Like, a lot of people feel like vegan eating or plant-based eating is so expensive. Yes. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it can't be. It Mm -hmm. can be. But that, a lot of the the increase and the influx of costs it is related to those imitation products. So uh, the imitation meats, the overly processed foods that, you know, they resemble like chicken tenders. They mm-hmm. resemble, you know, uh, bacon. They resemble meat crumbles or even like vegan ice cream. And like a lot of those things, they are expensive. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fake. They're mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. But that your, your diet does not have to be composed of that at okay. all. At all. Like if you go to the grocery store, 
and I'm speaking from experience, like coming from someone who used to spend, I don't know, $10 on a pack of chicken breast or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, like that $10 can go so far in the produce section. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I'm getting cauliflower, I'm getting mushrooms, I'm getting onions, I'm getting avocado, I'm getting salad, I'm getting pasta. Like I have a meal for a whole week off that mm-hmm, $10. Mm-hmm. And it's not only is it tasting good, but it's good for me. Yeah. And my pockets, are fat like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. i i i'm actually saving money by not spending 10 15 dollars on meat to store in the freezer yeah, like yeah it eating meat and dairy is expensive it mm-hmm. really is and then i mean at the end of the day guess what's more expensive heart surgery is more expensive <laughs> chemotherapy is more expensive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. diabetes diabetes is probably the most expensive like these yeah. are things that we are making ourselves susceptible to by not, you know, telling ourselves that we aren't worthy of spending money on produce items or, mm-hmm. you know, venturing out and putting food in our bodies that's good for us. Like, yeah. either you pay now or you pay later. And really, mm-hmm. you don't even have to pay now because, you know, if you are open to venturing out into, you know, a plant-based diet where it's high in vegetables and beans a can of beans a can of black beans at the grocery store costs all of 75 cents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it costs all of 75 cents so i 100% really, agree when i yeah. when, definitely when i dropped the meat my grocery bill decrease like and i shop at aldi so if anybody knows me personally i shop at aldi, I shop at I shop aldi. At aldi. <laughs> they yeah. have the best produce section right now it's like the winter season so they have all of the um what are those like all of the different um squash out and stuff oh, like that yes, i yes, love yes. Mm-hmm. the uh fall and winter season at all these that's when all the, the good stuff comes out and but, i'm so happy you brought all the up yes. i'm so happy because <laughs> that is a hidden gem right there mm-hmm. and they've actually started some new initiatives where they bring, they have um, vegan items. Yes, they do. Yes. They sell my favorite non-dairy shreds. Listen, I'm putting y'all on the game right now. (laughs) They have, they have all these sells, these mozzarella, like non-dairy shreds, non-dairy and non-soy. They're like pea based. Mm -hmm. And you honestly, you can't find a lot of dairy, non-dairy shreds that aren't soy based. Um, so and they melt oh my god anyway, they do melt good. yes they melt they are because so i use them good. for pizza they definitely melt they it's hard sometimes so to find vegan cheese that melt but those Listen, definitely melt those are the truth. <laughs> but not even just not even just the cheese they have like they have uh nut milk they have almond milk cashew milk coconut mm-hmm. milk you know like you said they have a great produce section like listen all I'm gonna say because I could go on for days and days it's affordable it's probably more affordable than you think don't ever let you know that deter you don't ever feel like you have to shop at Whole Foods to be Mm -hmm, vegan mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you know you and I just made a point that we shop at the discount all day hello very well okay (laughs) like it is it is so attainable it really is absolutely should not be the barrier because I'm telling you if you don't if you don't make the change now you're going to end up paying so much more in healthcare down the line so much more I love it. I love it. All right. My last, last final question. If you can just shed some light, we talked about a lot, but just if you have any specifics for all the black women that are listening, like what are the specific benefits that they can expect to receive for, from adapting a vegan lifestyle or just some sort of clean eating, you know, some sort of mindful eating 
something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So changing, making that change, like the benefits, there's, there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to experience the benefits almost immediately. Um, I feel like a lot of black women, you know, really just women in general, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, take pride in our skin we take pride in our hair mm-hmm, we take pride mm-hmm. in our image honey once you cut out the animal products your skin is gonna mm-hmm, glow mm-hmm, your hair mm-hmm. is gonna flourish your body will be snatched and don't ever for a second feel like oh my gosh like i don't want to lose any weight like and mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of black females you know they are pressured with this image of having to be thick having to be shapely by no shape or form am I a thin girl and mm-hmm, like <laughs> mm-hmm. I can be I can be the poster child for a vegan that still you know was able to maintain her shape and then even if you know you do lose a little bit of weight there are so many foods that you can incorporate to you know build that back up mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I, I I definitely don't want that to be like a deterrent um but you know your body will feel better you'll definitely have mental clarity and um just you'll be just be happy like yeah you'll yeah. just be happy and I I feel like for black women you know I feel like a lot of times we we carry a lot of the burden but mm-hmm. when it comes to food and then when it comes to our family we are the gatekeepers mm-hmm. we are the mm-hmm. gatekeepers mm-hmm. like if it's not cooked by okay and I I'm this is a very general <laughs> statement because yeah. I know it's not every household but like a lot of times we do set the tone for what our families consume. Absolutely. And, you know, we can be the change. Mm-hmm. We can be the change 100%. And that change will not only, you know, happen within the four walls of our household, but it can now trickle into the Black community. And we it. can begin to see those diseases that are so, 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 so rampant in the mm-hmm. Black community. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason why... African Americans should be sixty should should account for sixty percent of all races that deal with diabetes. And then on top of that, like on top of having the diabetes, it goes uncontrolled. So now we're losing limbs. Now mm-hmm. we're on dialysis three times mm-hmm. a week. Like it does not have to be that way. Yeah. Just because you know, just because our grandma and our grandpa, you know, was stuck onto a dialysis machine for the last twenty years of their life doesn't mean that that has to be our future that Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be our outcome that doesn't even have to be our parents outcome you know I feel like a lot of the times you know as black women we feel like our reach isn't as strong as it is but Mm -hmm. we are so powerful and we can make such a big change like I know for me just you know sharing something that happened recently in my life that Mm -hmm. was like oh my god like this is like so so much bigger than me like my father who Mm -hmm. If if my husband was the worst eater that I know, then my dad was like right underneath him. Okay? <laughs> so he um he I spoke with him the other day, and he's like, yeah. So in 2020, um, I'm going to cut out all meat. I'm just gonna eat fish. Okay. And here I almost cried. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like, what? Like, oh my goodness! But that just goes to show, like, we our reach and our impact is so strong, like. Mm-hmm. honestly there's nothing that we can't do so this is just another thing to add to the list like I love it and I love how you mentioned that black women like we're the gatekeeper I think that is so 
Um, very true. And especially like just with how busy we are and just juggling mm-hmm. so many aspects of life. I know when, when my diet changed, I was more present for my clients, like sitting there doing therapy for hours at the, you know, in a day, I was more present for my clients. I was more present for my husband, more present for my daughter, where I would come home from work and just wanted to just go to bed and just shut everybody out. Like I actually had the energy, like my brain was clear. My mind was able to process better. And I suffered from heavy periods. Like, I mean, the whole seven days, like really heavy. And when I cut the dairy, my periods were maybe like three to four days and they were really light. Like, that's so true. That was like the, the breaking point for me. I was like, oh my gosh, like this Mm -hmm. is amazing. So I think as black women, we really have to be mindful about what we eat. Again, we're so busy. We're coming and going day in and day out. We rarely have time to really sit down and process our mood um, and how our energy is and really check in with self and then line those things up to what did I eat today? Like there is no connection. <laughs> but we, we always skip over that. Part. Uh-huh. Always, we don't, we don't pay hey, attention to that. It's like, who don't. pissed us off? Who exactly. cut us off on our way to work? Exactly. Like we, we want to make it that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, but it starts within. Everything in life starts from within. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. nutrition is no different. You know, Absolutely. the same way that, you know, your thoughts create your reality. Your nutrition creates your health. Your nutrition mm-hmm. creates how you feel day in and day out. Like, yeah. And it's, it's time to start making that connection and stop, you know, I feel like there's like a barrier that is like, okay, food's over here and how I feel and my energy and my mood is over here. But they are so closely knit. They, mm-hmm. they go hand in hand. So... I agree. And meal planning and meal prepping. I know that was um, something I had to come to grips with because if you're just, if you don't plan, you'll just kind of grab whatever because you're hungry. And for me, I get hangry. Like when I don't eat, I'm not a nice person. So I have to always have my food and my snacks on deck. So that way I don't just go and grab nuggets or go and grab something. Like I have my meals prepped out. So for those who are in the DMV, make sure you hit up Veggie Tales DC because she does catering, meal prep, uh, meal planning, and she's also available for coaching as well. So especially for those that are interested in connecting and getting started, don't know where to start, maybe hit her up for some coaching um, and see where that goes. So Jasmine, thank you so, so Thank you. This was awesome. Yes. Is there anything that I missed anything, anything you wanted to add or any last words of anything? Um, I mean, honestly, you hit everything on the head. One thing I will, okay, so I know I dropped a couple, um, documentaries in there, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but one thing that really spoke to me, like, as a black female, Uh and I mean, it's not a black female, but it's a black male. Okay, okay. Um, it's The Happy Vegan by, uh, Russell Simmons. Ah, nice. The way that he just talks through the book is just, like, very, you know, easy to, you know, connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very easy read. Anyone who is, you know, looking to kind of find that why doesn't mm-hmm. really like reading, you know, research studies and all of that, you know, very intense and heavy stuff. Read his book. He has so much information in it. And it's just like a really good starting point for anybody who's interested. Even if you already are, are on your journey, it ha- it's like full of information. So I definitely would recommend that to anybody who's it. interested. 
This is perfect. All right, guys, make sure you check out the show notes below to figure out how you can get in contact with Jasmine. Thank you so much again. Thank I really you so much it. for having me. Thank you Absolutely. so much. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on the Afro Chi Podcast. Be sure to visit our website at afroqi.com and on all social media platforms at The Afro QI. Subscribe to this podcast now so you never miss a show.